Star Tribune's Prep Sports Podcast is brought to you by Becker Furniture World, Franzen Bank and Trust, Menards, and Carrier. At startribune.com, this is the Talking Preps Podcast. I am David Levake with Jim Paulson. Say hello to the party people, Jim. Uh, hello, and are we live? Well, yeah, we are right now. I can't we're doing this live. No. Uh, yeah, we're, we are live. When, when you pick it up, and I hope you do, you're always good to us and listen in. Uh, you know, we're, we're, it's not exactly live then, but, you know, that, that's what well, we can't control. We can, we can only, just like 2020, we can only control what we can control. Well, and, and you know, with uh, we'll have a little bit more time on our hands during December. If you feel like giving me a call and wanting to talk sports, we could do a are a live individual personalized podcast. So you have that. I like it. I like it. You could, you know, they didn't, I think it was target. Maybe didn't they have a black Friday promotion where you could get a wake up call from different characters or or movie stars (laughs) of your choice. I think they were running that promo. Uh, Maybe we could do something like that. I think there's opportunity here. I think we need to keep all of our options open. And I think we need to look for ways to bring the podcast to the people. There you go. Just, just no, don't yeah. argue with me because I'm right and you're wrong. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it is, it is a year of uh, it, it. Kind of, that's kind of we're having some fun with it. But it is it has been a year of of change. It's been a year of adjustments. It's been a year of uh, you know compromise and, and people working hard to make things work. And I think that's all coming to a head this week. Uh, we are as of 11:59 Friday evening. We are done with uh, high school sports for, for a little while. And what you saw in response, uh, both the, the two remaining fall sports, football and volleyball, uh, really just uh, really worked hard to shuffle the deck to uh, get games on Friday so that they could at least go out on something that feels official and not just fade away as we thought might happen after Tuesday night's games were played. And so one coach said that he's, he's, he's not quite sure how to feel about it. The governor is saying pause and, and football and volleyball are saying fast forward, but it's, it's what the people want. And, and uh, what, uh, what, what comes to mind to you, for you as far as uh, what Friday, you know, everything with, you know, with Friday and everything that's going away after Friday. Well, the first thing is the high school league um, and Eric Martin said this morning in there, and this is, we're doing this Thursday morning um, in their lead meeting that they advocated very strongly to try to get a chance to have closure on the two seasons that were um, still in, that were uh, still operating, still going. That was volleyball and football. Um, hopefully, getting a, a a waiver to conclude conclude the football season, which was going to end in the week of Thanksgiving anyway. And then volleyball try to allow them to rearrange and have some sort of end of the season um, culmination event like they had talked about. But the the Governor's office and the powers that be over there, the state uh, offices had were firm on their 11:59 Friday um, mandate on when the season to be shut down, so they weren't able to get what they're uh, hoping for. Um, so the high school league should be commended for trying to keep things going. If you have any any complaints, uh, don't direct them there. Um, and that, but they also said that they were allowing teams to move their Saturday games because a lot of the football games were scheduled on Saturday up to Friday. And so that's why you see so many football games that have been uh, adjusted, give teams a chance to play one more game on Friday. And, and uh, 
I, I think that's a good thing because one player told me yesterday that if he had known that their final regular season game would have likely been their final game of the season, they would have approached it a little bit differently. It felt odd to think that they might be done for the year and they had no idea, no way of knowing that it was, it didn't feel right to him. So uh, I'm, I'm kudos to teams and sections moving games up and rearranging how things were going to give these football players a chance to play one last game for volleyball. Man, oh man, I feel bad for these girls because it was taken away and it was given back, and now it's taken away again. And and you know you're kind of just kind of uh, yo-yoing on uh, that string, and it's got to be difficult to uh, to deal with that. Uh, have it and then lose it, and then have it and then lose it. You know, at, at some point, um, you kind of got to get tired of that bouncing back and forth. Yeah, and that's why, in an odd way, I'm actually looking forward to Friday because it's closure. It's we don't have to do this uncertainty anymore. And I know people worked hard to overcome it, but I think it's taken a lot of energy from people. And I think they're gonna they're gonna be frustrated that it's over, but they're also gonna be able to say, "Well, at least it's an opportunity to take a deep breath right now." Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's gonna be uh, we're gonna be done completely kaput of high school sports for what four weeks until december 18th um and there are some people that had some questions about why december 18th i mean didn't it seem logical maybe just take the entire month of december off and because you got christmas break at the end you've the high school because as mandated no no tournaments no uh super spreading events um start again after the after the first of the year as some school districts have already um gone to that model and, and have changed their uh their seasons up until starting after the first um the high the, the high school reported today that the reason that was was that that was two transmission cycles according to the department of health and the people that are monitoring the covid uh the spread of uh, transmission so that that four weeks is two transmission cycles is how they referred to it uh, and the high school league is well aware that that coming back on december 19th is right in the middle of the possible holiday season and there may not be much they can do at that year, at that point in the season, but um, that's why it was a four week, um, a four week pause. Teams are maybe allowed to come back. The high school league still has to uh, issue any guidelines that they're going to be coming up with, I believe, on Friday to how they approach it. Um, and if the December nineteenth is obviously doesn't mean you can be having games on December nineteenth. It would be allowing teams to start practicing and getting back into contact with each other. Uh, and according to the guidelines that have been set for uh, you know, safe masks and social distancing sort of thing. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but another reason for the timeline being what it is, is that the governor's uh, executive powers are only good for 30 days at a time. And I could be. I could be. Yeah. And, 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 I, I, and I know that I, I was, you were listening to the lead meeting on Thursday, on Wednesday, I was listening to the return to participation task force, have their discussion and one of the members brought that up, the 30-day limit on the governor's powers, and they said that they'd be willing to bet that the governor will pause things again uh, once that December date comes. And the reason they feel that way is because if you think you're having trouble get convincing people to not gather for Thanksgiving, Christmas is going to be a bigger challenge. Oh, and by the way, New Year's Eve is on right on the heels of that. So <laughs> there, the high school, so what the return to participation committee talked about was we better have two plans. We better have one that says, all right, governor gives the all clear and December 18th, you know, here's what we put into play. And then the other plan is, all right, governor's going to 
impose another 30 days and we're going to, this is going to take into January. Now we better have a plan ready for that. And, and let's not forget too, that some school districts have already been proactive and they have already said, we're not going to do anything until right after January 1st, whenever we come back from that holiday break, uh, that's when we're going to, that's the first opportunity some school districts are allowing for winter sports to begin. So there's, there's a lot of, of um, a lot of pieces that, that aren't yet settled that, that we're going to see in, uh, in the mid-December here as, as, as that date gets closer. And there is um, no guarantee that the high school is going to follow in lockstep with whatever the governor does. They could very easily decide, you know, the, the, the governor and the state have put a four-week pause on it. They could extend that out until January 1st. Either that is their prerogative to make it uh, more equitable for teams. One athletic or uh, head of the coach association, Omar McMillan, said that uh, boys basketball coaches association said that uh, – the equitability is an important thing that you don't, it, it's not fair to have some schools, some districts have already paused their uh, athletics and their school um, extracurriculars until the first of the year where others are willing to be ready to go and raring to go in the first opportunity. Um, so I think that's something they're going to have to uh, consider and, and uh, as well that everybody starts at the same time. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the high school league um, increase their, uh, the dates and, and increase the pause up until the first of the year so that everybody is on the same page. Because consistency is something we've heard from a lot of teams and athletic directors and coaches that there's too much um, individualism across the board. And, and a lot of teams weren't knowing, didn't have any idea what they're actually allowed to do or what they're gonna be able to do uh, because another school might be uh, in COVID learning restrictions, distance learning restrictions, others may be raring to go. So. I think a lot of schools are hoping for a little bit of uh, consistency and equity across that, uh, uh, that issue. Well, now we only have about a 20 minute podcast, so I'll make my, I'll make my point of view concise, but I, I, I raised this question to you for, for an opinion. And did we do too much by putting this whole thing on pause? And, and here's, here's, here's my point. I understand you don't want travel. I understand you don't want kids mixing in different communities or different parts of the state. I understand that. But to me, there's another level to consider that is between travel and between pausing. And that would be having just practices on your, within your team. And, and even within those practices, you could, you could limit you know, not even do inner squad scrimmages. You could just do skill-based practices in, you know, in hockey, you can shoot, you can skate, you can uh, pass and basketball, uh, same thing other than skating, you know, and, and, and on down the line. And, and to me, having, allowing that, which allows then for kids to get their exercise, which allows for kids to be, you know, in controlled environments, which allows kids to connect, even if they are a little bit spread out at the practice, to me, you've accomplished all of those things, and yet you still stay true to the overall idea of limiting uh, exposure and travel. I, I feel like that that, that could have been the, uh, a compromise that maybe wasn't even considered, or maybe they just said no for whatever reason. I don't know. I haven't heard the, the rationale for that, but, but I wonder if, if an opportunity here was missed. You know, that's, that's a good point. I can I understand what you're saying. I mean, the idea of closing down gyms, for example, a lot of people have uh, pushed back on that. I heard some reasoning that, you know, in gyms, there's an awful lot of hard work and sweating and exhaling very hard when, when you're uh, exerting yourself. And at that point, maybe 
makes it easier or more conducive to like the transmission. And that makes sense as well. Um, I do think they could have allowed for high schools and, and for sports that were going on to conclude. I and We fully anticipated that when the original word came out Wednesday that outdoor sports were largely going to be spared. I think we all assumed, though, football's an outdoor sport, so so they'll be allowed to finish the season. And then when it came down that it was just sports, individual sports like skiing, running, um, which is you know kind of negligible at this point because nobody's doing any skiing. We don't have any snow on the ground, and running is, the season's been over for a while. Um, oh no! Hey, Paul, running season is still on, baby. <laughs> organized running season. We'll go. We'll go with that. Um, so I, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to question the governor's office. There's enough people doing that. Um, I, I see the rates of transmission. I see the numbers and they are shocking and alarming to me, you know, and we've got neighboring states that are at even higher rates of transmission and higher rates of positivity. Now, I, I've been saying for a long time that my opinion is, you know, if they really want to maybe try to uh, slow this down, let's take the month of December Put the uh, uh, put everything on hold, and then we'll start again in the first year and see where we're at. So, uh, I, I see both. I see both uh, both um, uh, points of view. Um, and in this case, I'm all for doing what you can to slow it down because, man, it's 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 been booming recently, and you can't deny that. So yeah. it, it, I, I can see what you're saying, but uh, uh, this is the best for everybody, I think, and it's the most equitable for everyone. The the part or shut down isn't giving anybody a chance to maybe find a loophole or get an added edge. And I think that makes sense. Let's talk about the positives. We still have some really good football coming up Friday night. And, and one matchup that kind of fell into our lap, actually, that, that made a good thing even better. St. Michael Albertville is going to play at Lakeville South. And, and depending on how you look at things, you're talking about the number three in St. Michael Albertville against the number one team in Lakeville South in class six A. And that that's exciting. Yeah, you know, you know, I think the one thing that for this entire football season that we're missing was the opportunity to see the best against the best by missing the state tournament. And this is a chance to see at least one of the best against the team that we've been touting as the best. And Lakeville the St. Michael Albertville played Eden Prairie in the final regular season game. And they went toe to toe with them, and had uh, they maybe not lost their starting running back uh, David Collins to an injury early on in the game, uh, they might have beaten them. They led at halftime, uh, and then St. Michael Albertville and Lakeville South's opponents fell through due to COVID, and their two six A teams sitting there looking for an opponent, very good teams. Why not? And I'm uh, I'm impressed that uh, St. Michael Albertville took the opportunity, and congratulations for uh, uh, not shying away from that kind of a game and. You know, looks like it might be the best test that Lakeville South will face this year. So that's a great, great uh, culmination event, if you ask me. Couldn't ask for much better. Yeah, absolutely. Eastridge Rosemount, that brings some intrigue. I know you'll be at that game. Uh, that, that's mm -hmm. another good matchup. Uh, Rogers Elk River in Class 5A. Is, is that's always good. Yeah. Yeah. You've got yeah, Totino you got Grace it. in Farmington. And, and uh, so you've got a, a number of really good 6A matchups out there. Um, and you'll have some good uh, section matchups that, uh, in some of the smaller classes as well. So Friday night will be a good football night, and it's a good way to end the season with a lot of excellent games on tap. And uh, you know, if you're going to have a, a culmination event, this is what you want. Yeah, yeah. Would I be remiss if, if we ended here? Or did, I, I, did, I, did we empty the notebook, or should we, should we call that a podcast? 
No, I, I think it's a good time to end. I mean, I'm, you and I, and I think everybody is is a little bit weary of talking about high school league issues and COVID issues and Governor Walsh issues and shutdowns. Uh, so it's good. Let's talk to finish talking about the actual sport, you know, and yeah. big night of high school football. That's what we're looking forward to. They're culminating. We may as well culminate the same way. So thanks for being here, everybody. And uh, we'll be back to uh, put a bow on the season uh, next week. And, uh, and we look forward to, to talking with you then. Thanks a lot.